Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sonic Talk, episode 654. This would be the post-NAM episode, and it sort of is and it isn't. We'll get on to that, but this is a music technology podcast. We talk about production. We talk about the technology involved in music. We talk about all kinds of stuff uh, that there is to do with music technology, software, synthesizers, drum machines, recording, performing, streaming, all of that kind of stuff. And if uh, we also stream this as an audio podcast, uh, but we are streaming via YouTube Live, also by tw- uh, via Twitch, Sonic, uh, sonicstate.com, or Sonic State is the channel. You can find us there. We do the pre-show via Twitch. Also, the MP3 version is, v- is available everywhere on Spotify, Stitcher, Google, iTunes, Alexa, all of those places. So you can hear this on your commute or your you know, dog walk or whatever it is that you want. I want to say thank you very much to everybody for listening. And also, a quick mention of our Patreon. Patreon is uh, now live. Uh, We uh, welcome the support. We've got lots of exclusive videos. Got a couple to go up this week. I'm going to be posting some Hydrosynth patches uh, this week because we did a uh, uh, Friday Fun FM exploration on the Hydrosynth. And also, uh, we've got Ed's 42HP companion video number four going up there uh, probably tomorrow. So do stay tuned for that. Uh, SonicState.com. Uh, it's patreon.com forward slash sonic state uh, just the price of a cup of coffee or a couple of cups of coffee and keep you in exclusive video there so please do uh, um, please do support us anyway right let's get on to our guests uh, we're one shy I don't know what happened to Mark what I'm going to do is just turn his audio off in case he comes comes in uh, last minute but uh, we'll start with Mr Gaz Williams how are you Gaz over there in Bristol uh, with your pin sharp <laughs> Sigma lens what's so people have been asking what is the sig what is the lens because I know it's a Sigma but I don't know what make it is is it a special one uh, it's a very, it's like a wide angle one it's a 1.6 millimeter um, f 1.4 so it's got a very fast f-stop on there uh hence right. being able to get that nice a book right. in the background look at me sounding like i know what i'm talking about well um, i was because i was looking yeah. at mine and i couldn't read it because i have to go like this and then you just see like a real close-up <laughs> of my double chin or yeah. like, my nose or something and i didn't really uh, fancy that so it, it's it's a world i don't know very much about and andy mack from sonic state and jason jervis have both been really uh you know, try to <laughs> educate me. I might have mentioned this before, but you know, when people uh, typically, when people would talk about cameras, oh, I'd be like, I would just zone out. Oh, so boring. And then I was kind of realizing. Oh, and now look at you. Yeah, yeah I know. I know also, how, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly yeah. what you mean. It's that, but yes. that's not what. I mean, you're actually music technology. You do lots of live streams. In fact, you were streaming at uh, some ridiculous time in the morning this morning. 5, 5 a.m. this wow, morning. Wow, gosh. Yeah, did you get up for nice. that or did you just stay up for that? Uh, uh, <laughs> ah, who knows? It must have been the meltdown. Um, no, but I mean, uh, I think what it is is uh, I like, uh, and I've been setting up here to be able just to go live on the spur of the moment and uh, something I'm going to do just whenever I feel like it. So some things, like I'm doing my show tonight, uh, the Gaz Williams Show, 8 p.m. Uh, please tune in. Uh, uh, Look at that. Yeah, go for it. Uh, but I'm also just going to just go live as and when. And I was preparing things for my show tonight, uh, last ah, night after I'd finished okay. work. And uh, and it just, time went on and I was enjoying myself. But you I were using thought, the, repace, the Reface CV, CP, which is a really lovely little thing, isn't it? It's a tinkly, it's a sound designer's dream, that. I mean, even though it's a piano, yeah. it's beautiful, I have to say. Yeah, really I, I, just bought, I just bought it a few days ago. Yeah. It was... Uh, Wise choice, great instrument. Yeah, I was... Uh, really, what's, was so, what's so special about it? 
It's uh, if I may jump in there. It um, the the sound and the fact that the because of it, all of it's on the front panel, so it's got this kind of like almost like Lalo Schifrin style effects chain, and you mm. can just get into this amazing sonic kind of just it's 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 just really pleasing to play. That's what's so nice yeah. about it. I would say it is, and I was also using. Uh... I've been playing around with these as well, the Yamaha. Um, oh, the, the wireless MIDI things. It looks like yes. a, a pair of robots. <laughs> Undercarriage. Um, yeah, so. Uh, <laughs> that's, anyway, uh, well, but those things pretty cool. I should probably introduce uh, the other voice you heard there because we do have another guest, but we'll get back to you guys. I'm sure more on that. Yeah. Uh, we've got Yo Nevo there, Nevo Sound, where he's Hi. looking. Ah, oh, that's. You're looking very well equipped there at the moment. Is that an SG or is yeah, it is. You've got uh, uh, not an SG, a Les Paul you've got there. Nice. Yeah. Nice. How are you? You had, you had of course, uh, I, yeah, I, I, very well, thanks. I put legendary mix engineer in there because I, th I, I, th I feel your mixes deserve that kind of status because I think they sound fantastic. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And, I, accept. Uh, I accept the title. Well, I, I, I don't blame you because uh, I would if I was you, uh, uh, but I'm not. And my mixes are sadly lacking in very many departments. But it's lovely to see you, Yoad. Uh, so um, you're in your studio in London where you work on production and songwriting and uh, also Waves um, development as well. How have you been? Have you been well? Yeah, I've been very well, thanks. Uh, working hard. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, n not much as changed since I've been on the show last uh, couple of weeks ago. Um, Just the same I'm, old thing. Yeah, doing a lot, of, a lot of wave stuff. We're really, really busy and working full steam ahead. And it's been a really good year uh, for waves, uh, albeit, you know, not so great for humanity. But uh, the fact that people are staying at home and making music and uh, have more time um is really pushing us to to think and to create more or to make more creative products yeah. and it's really really interesting it's uh I've I've um, I've been a f an exponent of the of the fact I I was thinking of what to call it it's almost like the sort of lockdown uh um dividend where people have had more to, will have had more time to contemplate and come up with stuff i think there's going to be this huge bump in technological breakthroughs and creative interesting things Absolutely. as people have been sat there kind of going oh yeah i wonder if we you know and so a lot of that stuff's going on so that feels good to me it feels good that that that's going to be the case and i'm glad that that's working out for you guys as well yeah I mean, and, I, on... and i think that's specifically for our industry um people are expecting things to be more and more kind of innovative and it's all about workflow and it's all about integration with you know um so it's really it's it's a really good time to to be to be in and designing uh, and one of the topics you're gonna we're gonna talk about is is related to that actually. ah okay all right well that's um, good i mean because we've been a bit light on topics it's bizarre this week has been bizarre because i was sat at home on saturday night you know just thinking about going to bed at you know early uh with nothing on telly and I suddenly thought, gosh, this is the night that I would be partying in Los Angeles at NAM after the, one of the most sort of intense mm. period of the week. Sorry, that's the phone going. 
sorry about that. Uh, so, you know, it mm-hmm. would and it would have been just kind of full on. And I think the thing is, is I, I suppose I was just, I was just thinking, wow, so Nam just, it, it really has left this massive hole. Oh, goodness me. Excuse me. My my monologue is being interrupted by a, a somebody ringing up, so I'm going to have to hang up and probably switch my phone off. Um, I was just saying, and it was American call, so it's probably something to do with Nam or something like that. So actually, where was I? Yeah, and I was just thinking it's it's been such a kind of... I'm trying to turn this off. Have I turned it off? Yeah, I've turned it off. There we go. That's what I should have done in the first place, but most people don't. <sighs> phone doesn't ring very often. Now, who uses a phone? Um so yeah, this whole thing is 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 really kind of changed the dynamic. Uh, it wasn't necessarily going to be the first title because there's going to be a few other things uh, that we were going to get to first. But maybe we can get onto that a little bit later. Let's 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 start with. Uh, well, I, I've actually got a video that I can play, and I know Gaz, you've got something. This is so. This is the news that the uh, Moog Model 15 app is. Um, is now basically Universal AUV3, which means it will run under Big Sur as well. So this is the video that we shot at Superbooth uh, in 2016 with uh, Geert Bivin. And I remember thinking, gosh, this I mean, it sounds really fat. This is the iOS uh, Model 15, which was quite a big deal at the time because there was a lot of detail on the modeling and it was kind of pushing all the latest technology that iOS and the platform had available for uh, developers. So this news, let me see, I think I've actually got the web page for this as well. So the, yeah, the news, news for your Mac, uh, Model 15 synthesizer app, which is 29 bucks, is now available for Mac Big Sur. For those of you who don't, re- don't know, uh, this means that it will run natively uh, on iOS and so you get these kind of universal apps. It's sort of like Rosetta-ish, but it's not quite because it's sort of utilising this M1 chip. I don't think it's M1 native, so I don't think you get the efficiency there. But it does. It now will run that way. I and mean, Gaz, you were, you were, you had it up as well, didn't you? You've, that's what you were playing at the beginning of your uh, uh, of the yes. show. Yes. So you've got, I've got you've it got here. And so what's that running yeah. under? That's just running as a plugin or as a standalone. Uh, this is running as a standalone on on the Mac, uh, and um, <laughs> and it's so cool. It's uh, and it ha- it doesn't affect the on the activity monitor. Playing with all voices doesn't seem to trouble it at all. It's uh, as you'd expect, but. Um, so this is running on an M1 Mac you've got, right? Yeah. But one of the things that's really nice about Model 15 is just how beautifully uh, the graphics have, uh, you know, how, how well, how nicely done it. it um, yeah, it was using the, the new metal engine, or I think that's, that's what it was called. right, yeah. Um, but, you know, these, like, special modules at the bottom here, which were kind of, you know, like audio bridge, MIDI bridge... Um, a little recorder as well in there. Uh, those were really neat little additions. Um, so it is exactly the same if you are familiar with it. Um, can you change you know, the size everything. of the interface? Because that's, I mean, or have you just got that size so it fits on your screen at the moment? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think it's, oh, I'm not sure actually. That is full screen. Um, I'm not sure. I can't remember. Because I know you um, I on the say, on the iOS you could turn it that way and it would run up and down, wasn't it? So, uh, yeah, that's the point. Uh, oh, uh, 
Don't oh, too much information. Sorry, but, sorry I, I'm putting you on the spot. I know it wasn't supposed to be a review. No, but everything is MIDI mappable, though. You know, you can yeah. just everything with a circle well, on there. Well, as, as you'd, you'd expect. expect. I mean, it, but, yeah. I, but it's. I mean, yeah. it does. I, I must admit, twenty nine bucks seems very reasonable for for what you know what ah, I could do. Yeah, ah. but but let's remember though, you only have had to buy it once. If, if you've you, already if bought you it for it, iOS. If you own it, and yeah, and you've got a newer Mac user, and you, it's free it's you just install and i it. think that is really really well we say up. free but you do have to put the time in to get big so working for your music production system <laughs> that's not quite free is it so uh, i suppose no. there is there is a price to pay it's just not well, to moog but but then you could see it for the early adopters like myself who've got um an m1 mac it's just really nice to have something does sound nice actually <laughs> yeah i know it's interesting i know yeah i mean you're probably deep in all of, i don't know whether you'd have to deal with the the the, the, nat, the naturalization of all of this software for platforms whether you're more in, sort of in terms of concepts uh, but is this something that that you guys are going to be doing for your stuff and you know it must be a fairly hefty challenge but i mean aside from that the model mm -hmm. 15 was a bit of a lands a landmark um ios app i think it, it was, and uh, at some point, I, you know, I have here, I have this space here, which is machine control for the, for the tape machine, um, which, you know, is not in use. So I could use that panel and stick an iPad, and it fits. <laughs> and and I was actually thinking about that when it came out, the the, the Animoog. Um, was, that's what it was called, wasn't it? No, Animoog was different. This is the Model 15, which is uh, which is a different uh, uh, which models the uh, modular. Yeah, Model I know, 15. but the 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 Animoog was the first one that oh, yeah, came yeah. out for oh, yeah. for iOS with that with that genius keyboard. Yes, true. Which I think is amazing, and the whole thing sounded so good that I wanted to have one right here. But the thing is that the power. The power plug, the USB, you know, the USB cable yeah. would stick out, and uh, I would have to do some. Anyway, I ditched the idea, but uh, but now it's gonna play on our desktops, which is really cool. I'm 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 hoping that they will release it as a plugin as well, because um, that would be really nice. I don't, does does it work, Gaz? Does it work only in standalone on on Big Sur, or will it run as a plugin as well? Oh, no, it's a plug-in. Um, you're just talking about Animoog. Ah, uh, okay, yes. Uh, An Animoog making the same journey as Model 15 has done. Got you. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I think it's interesting. Um, Geert Bevan, uh, the man behind the programming on Model 15, uh, you know, since he did that, you know, he's now uh, become a, a more senior uh, employee at, at uh, Moog. So I think this... I think now he's probably this is his first major kind of release since he's been in that role. Uh so I imagine that we'll see other things making that same um making that same uh transition. Um but yeah just I I think it's just really nice to revisit model 15 as well just just to acknowledge what a fantastic job it's uh you know that it that it is, you know, it's a wonderful, inspiring, beautiful piece of software. 
Um, and one of the things, I mean, I'll just very briefly do this, Nick, because it, 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 there's a very cool thing in the in the settings in in the. Um, it, you can do tutorial oh, presets. Right. Yes, yeah. I remember that as well. And you can make your own tutorials as well. Um, well I think you can. Uh, uh, they were certainly planned to. I, no, um, I think I, I think I think you're right. I don't remember how you did. Mm. It. I think it's some sort of meta information that has to go in there. But I, I do remember that right. being a thing as well. So it could be very useful mm. for education stuff as well. You're absolutely right. Yeah, that's that's right. Um, well, uh, that's I guess that's news. I, I mean, and this this sort of does because since the introduction of the uh, M1 chips and you know all the kind of the bump of information because we had a, an M1 Mac here to try. I know this isn't a kind of Mac versus PC thing, but since then there hasn't been an awful lot of other news. I guess we're taking waiting for the the developers to show because they they don't they're not going to start working on things until you get a gold master. There's absolutely no point in doing that because. You know, everything, all the work you could do could be changed then by a, a small change with Apple. So this is why you see this lag and why people aren't ready as soon as these things are available. Because, you know, if you're working, a, if you're a small developer and you've got a lot of time into uh, porting an app to the new technology and they change something their end before you finished, it could greatly impact the work you've already done. So that's why you see this long gap. It's not because people are lazy or, you know, uh, it's just they're not prepared to take that risk because a large company like Apple or Microsoft or whoever are not going to be thinking about, you know, insert name of small plugin developer here and what impact their decisions have on them as they're working on it. So I just wanted to make that clear. I, I, I was going to say, Yard, I mean, is that, do, do, uh, I don't think we've, have we talked to you about the M1? Have you tried it? Have you kind of experienced the pad? Has it, has it shown any kind of uh, exciting prospects for you and what you want to do? Totally, totally. It, uh, it seems like it's working, um, really well um and uh sorry i don't want to uh say stuff that i shouldn't be saying so <laughs> I'll, I'll, fair I'll just uh, uh um i'll just uh, um i'll just ignore your question basically ah, okay and uh <laughs> and say and say something else if if i may yeah um regarding the whole reporting of um of ios into the desktop and vice versa, but mainly the first. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of limitation when you design, when people design software for, for iPhones and for iPads and things, there's so many limitations. And we all know that limitations lead to creativity uh, and can lead to, to wonderful things. Um, and I think that the same thing happened with all these Animoog, for instance, and all those wonderful uh, apps uh, are good examples. And I think that the designers would not come with such slick and elegant products if it was designed for the de for desktop use. And I think that this is a really welcome uh, trend um, because once we do get those programs onto the desktop i think that we can we can there's a different feel to it when you you know when you when you take into consideration uh, touch and visibility of buttons that you you can't shadow with your finger and all those elements and then you bring it to the desktop you get something which is very very slick and uh slimlined and 
Streamlined, ah, sorry. Okay. So it's and, already uh, sort of pre-optimized. If you, if the... yeah, and and this is and this is something that that we all work in order to to achieve in our products for the desktop. Anyway, so there's there's a lot of synergy here, and there's a lot of things that we can implement um, and learn from uh, in terms of workflow. Uh, you know. GUI and and all that. So I think it's uh, you know I, I think it's a good uh, it's a good thing that's happening. Excellent. Well, um, go and fill your boots. I mean, if you've already got own model fifteen, then you know you should and you've got Big Sur and you've got it running, then you can do that. Obviously, if you're a PC user, you're not getting anything extra out of it. But you know, I just thought I'd throw that up there. I, I just wanted to throw this one in here as well because there's uh, there's been an interesting thing about YouTube. A friend of ours, uh, Ramsey, over uh, at uh, his channel. Ramsey, he's uh, he posted a video because he, he was demoing a module. One of my videos that I've just done. Let's go check out what it's all about. Rant time. I sort of missed that, didn't I? But what he basically said was uh, he just got a copyright stroke for one of his review videos, which was essentially just a filter sweep. And uh, it was twice, and it was there was no, you know, the, literally there was no music in it, and it just brought up this kind of ridiculous kind of copyright because there's a lot of people doing this, doing this where they're chasing it and just grabbing the ad revenue from, from people who can't be bothered to fight it. So just to say, uh, what what the, on the February the first, uh, the idea is to upload a video to YouTube with a, just a filter sweep on it and and put mm. hashtag FFS, which might stand for something else, which actually in this case stands for February filter sweep, and see if we can <laughs> overload the. Uh, the YouTube copyright algorithm with filter sweeps. Um, this don't, was my, I had this don't idea. Play a, don't play a riff, just play a filter sweep and uh, upload it yes. to YouTube and, and tag it as that. I just thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, what what to, waveform? I don't suppose it really matters, yeah. Whatever you like. I think you could just be, you know, <laughs> make whatever whatever you like to do. I think uh, the one that's you least likely to be... You need to be more specific. The phase... The phase, the start phase of the, of the waveform. I'm afraid I can't be. It's just that small. But uh, if you haven't spe checked Ranzi's channel out, it's uh, it's it's really good stuff. Actually, he's he does a lot of uh, takedown video. I'm just going to post a link to it in the chat so you can see all of that. But I just wanted to throw. We that can up there. we can. Uh... I, I think this sounds like a great a great thing that we can all get involved in. I'm definitely gonna I'm 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 up for it. So I think if we encourage each other to do it, I think it's a yeah. great idea. February the first, upload a filter yes. sweep with the hashtag FFS. Hey, I, I've got an idea. Yeah. Sorry, uh, sorry to interrupt you. But what if each one um, will upload a different note, and then people will be able to create playlists and sequence <laughs> those notes into tunes. That's an interesting <laughs> idea. I wonder how the yeah, what, uh, you have to not monetize it, which means it might not get a copyright strike. Interesting thought. Okay, yeah, but I like oh, the right. idea. Of all that. these videos, they all need to be mon so it has to be a monetized channel to make this work. Then I yeah. think, I think so. I think so. Anyway, that's a right. bit inside baseball. So perhaps, uh, perhaps not, uh, not, not one for everybody. But I wanted to throw that up there and also to mention that. Mm. Uh, but yeah. So anyway, um, back to my original topic, which was you know that was Nam. You know, Nam happened. Uh, Believe in Music Week, uh, and it's a really, really interesting because um, it's such a massive milestone event in the calendar, and yet it didn't happen. And because the way the way that Nam is designed to be a trade event. So, you know, we go as journalists and we bring the information out from the event to the rest of the world and it's disseminated that way. Without that kind of pipeline, it's been a bit it's been a bit of a, a an anticlimax and that's not through any fault. It just seems like there's 
because it's a tr it's a closed a closed event effectively you can join you could have joined up and seen in fact i, I did throw uh i've got a few of uh, I, I logged in and uh where do we go i think i don't know if i'll still be logged in there's all these various you know uh product gear tv you can have nam experiences product previews all this kind of stuff and people were able to upload um like 10 minute videos so there's this one from EBS Professional Video. So they're all 10 minutes, and I think that was part of the NAM offering. And then you go to it, and you see the number of views, and you just think, oh, uh, that didn't quite get as much press as you know. That's like 125 views or whatever. I mean, I'm not saying there's anything intrinsically wrong, but it means that that information doesn't get out there. So it feels like it wasn't perhaps done in the way that, uh, that would get the maximum exposure in the same way that it used to. So it feels like stuff has to, has to be figured out how to make a live event work so that we can all get to it really, really quickly. And it's, this isn't really a critique of NAM. It's more to do with what have you seen? Have you seen any kind of events that really do work? And maybe we could figure some models out so that this stuff will get out there in the world and be a little bit more um, easily accessed, I suppose. That's a bit of a nebulous topic, isn't it? I know it's kind of a bit vague <laughs> and perhaps a bit all-encompassing. Did you see? But did you see anything? Now, I mean, we had the Korg announcements, we had all of that, but it, it's very hard to follow because you're not actually there, kind of going, "That looks cool. What's that?" You know, it's very hard <sighs> yeah. to gather that information. Yeah, uh, and and I think it just goes to show how important a channel like Sonic State is, really, because when Nam is happening, and if I'm not there, I will be tuned in to sonic to see all these updates and all this news coming out and it's really exciting there's a there's like an energy and uh, an experience that you get whether you're there or not you know and i think uh without that kind of mad rush to get everything up and yeah it's just it's just it's a completely different kettle of fish it doesn't feel like it's any different from any other time of the year and uh, yeah I, I was saying there's there's a kind yeah. of rather than this huge torrent of information it seems like this sort of lava flow that's kind of spread out yeah. over much like today there's an announcement from uh sonic where the live and xfm synth came Ooh. out there's uh, also uh uh universal audio are um Sorry, I'll show that again because I missed it. Uh, Sonicware Live and 4-Track FM Groovebox. There's Universal Audio oh, nice. got something happening at 5 o'clock. And in fact, uh, this has happened live. Uh, Make Noise, who've been trailing this new product, uh, we're going to be, I think we're going to be the premiere video. So uh, right after this, I was going to be posting this tomorrow. They've asked, can we do it now? And so I'm gonna, after this, I'm going to upload the video. And so you can see the, uh, the first look at whatever the new Make Noise is uh, right on this channel here. So uh, do stay tuned for that if you're interested. I mean, obviously, I have to finish the broadcast and then upload the video, so it's going to take a while. I know, yeah, what do you think? I mean, I, you, you know, you don't strike me as a, a much of a trade show goer anyway. I mean, you're more, you know, because you're busy all the time. You haven't got time to spend a week in been, LA. Yeah. Do you think... Yeah, I've been a couple of times in in NAM and uh, Music Messe and, you know, uh, but it's not, it's not for me, just the sheer kind of sonic uh overload that that you get just being in that in those massive holes and music playing from everywhere and it's really hard to concentrate i like the vibe but i get really tired after oh, and also God, talking yeah. to, to yeah. you know to so many people so but there's the excitement and the build-up and at, you know at waves we nam is a big milestone and we always have a release for for nam we, we just did uh 
release uh, Ocean Way for for NX. Yeah. Um, for for Nam, uh, I mean, it synced to to that date. Uh, so everyone is. It, it's still a very important kind of. You know, you have Black Friday and you have Nam and you, and and Christmas and and all that. So so you. It, it's a very important milestone uh, for manufacturers. Um, and yeah, it seems like it's a bit more quiet than uh, than it should be. But I don't know how to. Yeah, it's challenging when you don't have all the footage, all the live footage, and all the interviews, and the you yeah. know the people can see and and get the vibe of of the excitement and all that. It's a little bit. Uh, it's weird. I don't, I don't know how. Experience. I don't know how we can create something like that. I think it's going to be very difficult yeah. to, to do. Um, but anyway, I, just, I wanted to throw that in there. I mean, maybe for somebody who's got some ideas. I mean, it just. But I think one thing is you've got to try and make it as public as possible. And I know it's difficult because NAM are a trade organisation, so it makes it harder for them to be public facing because they have a membership and it's supposed to be a kind of trade thing. But yet their members want all of their information, you know, their products to be I, disseminated. I've had an idea. Okay. What you could do is just get loads of iPads all the way around Sonic Studio and have all of the different sort of exhibitors all on their own little iPads, and then go uh, actually go around the Sonic <laughs> Studio with with the live rig. <laughs> that's an interesting yeah. idea. Yeah, but no, that's not that that's not a, a, as insane. I mean, virtually we can do something like that, but the problem is everybody's mm. live streaming setup is different like uh, we shot this yeah. thing with make noise on monday uh which the, the video will be up uh after this show and uh alessandro in portugal he was on it he had yeah. it, he had all his technology together but in uh in, in ashland ashville the, the internet was rubbish there was a, a technical yeah. issue and it took like three quarters of an hour just to find out that we couldn't get it to work they should so, you know they should build they should build a nam in the unreal engine the game engine you know they should just build it in there and then all the manufacturers should just pay for a little little spot in there and it's all so. cross-platform playstation 5 xbox uh, ios and you just go in there and you and it's a full virtual world and you could if you do if you've got an oculus rift you can go in there but otherwise you can just do it wow yeah use, how much what's the, get, what's the budget for a big uh, a video game these days but 10 yeah, 15 but, million you know, <laughs> yeah but they only have to build you know actually it's a dead easy build though the actual to build that engine in in an unreal like to, mm. to actually build all of nam isn't um, is not or oh, build it in minecraft there we go get some 11 year olds to build it they could build it in a couple of hours you're probably right they really, you know and then, and then it wouldn't matter about low bandwidth because everything would be pixelated and blocky <laughs> and just, <laughs> minecraft that's the answer <laughs> excellent um we do seem to have mark tinley in the house i'm going to come to him in a second i don't know if, can you hear us mark I, i've turned you off because there was lots of clonking and whatnot Hello, Mark. I Mark, can hear you, come but in, I please. couldn't get my computer to work, so I'm on my iPhone. So, okay, um, right. I don't well, know what my audio quality is like. That's fine. It's fine. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to uh, jump over to uh, mention uh, from our friends at Isotope. Uh, we've got an offer which we've been running for a long time. And uh, if you go over to isotope.com forward slash Sonic Talk, you get to this landing page 
which basically gives you 10%. If you use the code SONIC10 at checkout, so but if you start at uh, isotope.com slash SONIC TALK, that'll get you in there, and it's 10% off all plugins and bundles as well. So I think that's an extra 10% off deals, so you could save yourself an extra little shave there. And it's, as we know, uh, most of us who are audio pros use some kind of isotope product. It's just, there's something for everybody in terms of sort of forensic fixing and all that stuff, you know, so some really good things there. And once again, we thank them very much for uh, extending that offer uh, to our audience. Um, so I'll quickly come to you, Mark Tinley over there, Sonus Magus in his shop in Glastonbury. Is that, uh, is that technically a blue rinse, Mark, or is that just a blue hair colour? No, it was purple and it's just washed out. Ah, okay. It was green before Christmas to go with my Joker face mask, but it's just all washed out. Everything's washed out. Can't believe it. Yeah, well, it's that time of year, isn't it? How are you, Mark? You well? It is, yeah. I'm all right. I'm trying to do my tax return, which is a bit of a nightmare, but apart from that, I'm absolutely fine. So basically, any excuse not to be doing that? It's your, Are you just exactly, kind of like, yes. prevaricating? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, well, that means I don't have to pay my tax till I've done it. Well, I suppose. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I, I, when you go whatever. to court, I'm sorry, my lord. I was on Sonic Talk. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm. I'm pretty sure. Actually, that would wash. No, I, yes. I, don't. I think. It would, I think they'd be like, no problem, Mark. That's absolutely fine. You just carry on. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, we were just talking about Nam, uh, but now uh, and and. Uh, Let's see, we've got a couple more topics left, but we haven't got much time. So, um, oh, there was, yes, this was the, uh, let me see if I can find it, uh, Gear Sluts to change its name, which is kind of, mm. it's a very interesting, it, it, it's, it seems to really polarise people because every, you know, half the, half or some people are saying, you know, one thing, but essentially what's happened is gearsluts.com, one of the biggest and probably the most long established uh, pro audio forums. I mean, it's there, I don't know how many millions of posts there are there. It's it's a really brilliant resource for uh, discussing, you know, if, if you're up for a bit of bants and cut and thrust and, and maybe arguing with people you don't agree with, there's that. But there's also lots of great information there. And Gear Sluts uh, with a Z dot com was becoming problematic for a lot of people. Uh, um, and what actually happened was uh, there's a change.org petition, which was started by uh, a person called Camran. And it, there are a number of uh, strings to the reason. One of the reasons is uh, it was it was not felt particularly welcoming to to women at all and in fact it's a very male dominated site anyway but not only that it meant that you know people who wanted to view the site was quite well, people it was getting blocked because of the name in the domain so it was basically you know not getting past firewalls in a lot of places so there's a lot of different reasons for it there's a lot of people saying it's PC gone mad and a lot of people saying thank goodness. Uh, it was pioneered by a lot of the, the women in the industry uh, who were posting saying this is a great idea, you know, do the right thing and they have and Jill Standen who's the, the guy there has said yeah we're going to do that and I just wanted to say that is you know, good for you I'm so, but I'm also so glad that we don't have to do something like that because a brand name change and all that stuff it is a nightmare and it's, it's really, I just think thumbs up to the guy for taking it on and, and realising that it's an issue for a lot of people. But Gear Sluts itself, I know, I'm guessing, uh, Yoad, you probably have spent some, a certain amount of time there because quite a lot of manufacturers use it for market research and, you know, see what people are saying about their stuff. The vanity search, I don't suppose you've ever done one of those, have you, on Gear Sluts? I, I couldn't possibly say I had, but I may have. I've not, I've not spent uh, a lot of time there, but I, I know what's going on because uh, I hear it from people who, who do. Um, so um, I, I, I never liked the name. Um, uh, I, 
you know, but it's something that you get used to. Like, what is U2? You know, it, it, it's not a great name for a band, but apparently it is. Uh, so when, when you get used to a name, it becomes just a name. But I can see uh, I never liked it. Uh, and yeah, I think it's good. And it's challenging to, to change a brand name uh, all of a sudden. And I hope that the transi transition will go well for them and uh, people will... Uh, you know, no, not lose track of. I, I think yeah, it, it's a pretty easy thing to do a redirect because they'll still own the domain. It'll just go somewhere else. I mean, you know, it, it should be fairly straightforward, and you can redirect everything, so they shouldn't lose too much from it. Mark, I'll come to you. I don't know if you ever spent much time there. There's sometimes, you know, you, no, you know, when you're looking useful. for really useful resource. Yeah, some of their forums are really useful, um, and. I don't know, lots of different people, lots of different opinions. It's always good to get loads of different opinions on stuff uh, and to find out what different people think of hardware or certain hardware and software combinations or whatever. So, yeah, it's useful. It's useful. Definitely Def useful. Yeah. I, um, I don't whether I – I've never really thought about the name. I mean, I jokingly probably thought of myself as a gear slut for years and years and years, but not in any – not in not in the same connotation as the – they would use that word in conjunction with pornography or women, I suppose, or men even. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it never I, even occurred to me. It's just like, it's kind of like, it's a geeky kind of handle, isn't it? In a way. So. Yeah, I know. I, to I totally understand what you're saying. I and mean, I think the thing is, is, you know, what, as Yoad said as well, once it's, it's established, you sort of forget the meaning. But as we know, language and the, the words that people use can have a real effect, particularly when it's reaching a lot of people. We've seen that happen yeah. in various kind of electoral campaigns, both here and across the water. You know, we've seen what happens. So it's language is kind of important. So I think uh, evolution is a good thing, right, Gaz? Oh, 100%. Yep. And I think this isn't a political situation. Like, so let's no, not... certainly not. No. You know, I think the, the fact that it does put women off, and I know this from women who have told me that, so, you know, it's not... I, I think that is a... That is an absolute thing, you know. If something is putting women off, then it's pointless. We really need to, you know, we need to have more women coming into the industry. It's just simple as that. Um... And and I've asked I've asked I've asked various people about this, you know, and things they, they do feel that it is a less welcoming place for them. So anything that yeah. makes it more welcoming is great. So big thumbs up for me. And I just people, you know, it's it's not ta you know we got to get past this nasty name throwing all this kind of nonsense. We've we've come we're in a new era now. We got to be nicer to each other. And it's just it's just we don't want to make something like this. I just we can just move on and get on with it. Yeah, because it's, it's it a good thing. It brings women in. It's going to bring more women into the into the industry, hopefully, or be a contributing factor. So it's a good thing. Let's move on yeah. to the next thing it's, yeah i mean yeah. i've already seen the comments light up so i'm not you know i'm not trying to get a controversial thing going i just thought it was worth mentioning and a good you know, yeah good good for them well done okay right mm. i wanted to uh there was did, did you see this sonic wear live and thing this looks kind of interesting i don't know if there's actually mm. there is a video here let's see if we play it this is a, this is a new thing for today so let's see what it's what it's got to offer i know it's not in the topic list oh it's good 
So, uh, I can't remember what the original, the other thing was uh, from Sonicware. Yeah, well, they did that one that was a little bit like an OP1. Yeah. Uh, so, it's three FM fusion engines. X4 better lab. Oh my, it's fancy. I guess that's a figurative fusion going on there. Okay, well, that's a lot of fancy graphics and not much information about the whole thing, but that's fine. Uh, let me see if I can shut that down. Uh, looks good. I didn't get. I didn't get a chance to try out the uh, the other item. Uh, I don't know, Mark. Have you seen mm. any of the Alienware the um, the Sonicware stuff? Uh, I think they're a Japanese company that made these kind of. Yeah. It's almost like they're they're sort of they're groove boxes that that don't quite have the same aesthetic beauty as you know maybe the uh, uh, the teenage engineering um, stuff, but they have a lot of the functionality. The answer to that is I did see an advert for something on Instagram. And I think it was one of their boxes, and it did some really cool stuff musically. And then I tried to find out what it was and couldn't really get too far with my investigation of it. Uh, and uh, sort of wanted to try one, but couldn't work out what it was or where to buy one. And uh, then I, the ADHD probably took over, and I got distracted and started doing something else. So I haven't investigated it, but having just seen that, it's just like, oh, yeah, that thing. I want to find out more about that thing. Or the previous one, I think that Gaz mentioned, that's more like the OP one. Yeah, this yeah. just this just literally came up. Uh, it's available pre-order for 199 euros. The first batch is yeah, limited to. So that's, last, that's affordable, isn't it? Last year at Nam, they shown the one that was the uh, the same in the same range. Uh, the it uh, was like uh, the eight bit one, uh, and yes. they did yes. say back then that they were going to be doing. A, a range of them so a little bit like an approach to like a volker or something where you know uh, or the electron model series uh where you've got like and this one now is the fm is the fm uh entry right i think this is something that a lot of people are quite looking forward to because uh the, oh, there we go the, uh eight bit warps there we go that's it so that's what they were showing last year and then, and but promising with these these new these new models. So this is this is quite exciting because uh, what was that thing? Yamaha brought out a little FM groove box, didn't they? About twenty years ago, was oh, it FM yeah. two hundred or something. Yes, um, that's right. And and so there'd been a lot of uh, a lot of people wanting in you know a specific FM groove box. Now of course, Electron brought out the Digitone, which was very much that. Um, and and uh, the. To a lesser degree, but but also the DX, the the, the DX uh, reface. Um. Yeah, I think I, I think if in terms of who who's winning the FM releases, I think at the moment it's got to be Korg with the Op Six. That is thing is uh, really on the Op Six. It yeah, seems to have really course. nailed a lot of that. But 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 just coming back to that form factor though, that idea of actually a groove box that is you know, very firmly rooted in FM is something that will do very well. Because as I say, that Yamaha thing is pretty sought after now. Um, right. Was it a DX? Yeah. It was a, oh, DX. It was a 200. DX, DX 200, yeah. Was it DX uh, 200? I can't remember. I'm sorry, we are a bit unprepared for this. I've sprung this on everybody and it literally just came up in the chat room. I think it was, uh, 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 may have been Wagyu who, who mentioned it in the chat room. Thanks, Wagyu. But that's why I'm really not, uh, don't have much more information. Uh, yeah, I mean, we know that uh, you, you, how you feel about FM and, uh, you know, we've, we've, we've done a, 
and excellent how it works with you on FM. Uh, have we spoke to you about the mm -hmm. Op6 and this kind of new, this hardware renaissance of the FM kind of synthesis thing? I mean, this looks kind of interesting as well, this Liven. Yeah. Um, yeah, regarding that specific box, I, I've not heard, I've not heard uh, even the previous one, I have to admit. Um, for me, that form factor is not really something that I, you know, deal with on daily basis because if I have hardware sequences or things like that, then they usually all come into logic and get recorded some way or another, whether it's audio or MIDI um, and on different channels and stuff like that. So I'm not that into groove boxes because for me a laptop is a groove box and it can offer much more flexibility right. and uh, and power and uh, you know freedom um so yeah but it looks looks nice and the, the price seems pretty fair for something yeah like that. i mean that's you incredibly to, affordable you know, I mean, something on the road or something like that or in your bedroom and stuff the question is then because i look at things from a professional you know producers point of view and for me then okay i get the great thing that but what do i do with it do i solo each track and record it into into pro tools or you know what i mean how do i create a finished um, product right yeah got you from based on that so um i rather can, start can it in, in in something that connects to my the rest of my yeah i understand what you're saying environment makes sense yeah. can can he read dx patches um i'm just looking now on the website i can't see that i think that's a really big one i know mark that's a, have you checked the korg op 6 out because i mean as we know i mean you like me came through the same sort of uh uh path atari and, and probably collected banks and banks and banks of uh, dx uh, patches for use somewhere along the line i think it, if you, what, you're asking if the op 6 can read op 6 can yeah it can i, it can. Can, I don't know about this okay. though okay this one I don't know I don't about this one. Yeah, you need to be able to read the DX7 patches. I mean, I had thousands and thousands of them on floppy disks. And I'm amused by flo floppy disks because I saw that meme going around. Have you seen the meme where somebody is saying, you know when you get old, when your kid turns around and says, wow, you've 3D printed the save icon and there's someone holding a floppy disk, which <laughs> I was kind of amused by. Nice. Um, but I don't, yeah, you know, there's a, a lot, a lot of really kind of usable and interesting sounds came out of the DX7 and a lot of really good programmers programmed DX7s to sound like Synclavias and PPGs and all the other stuff so um, so uh, there's a lot of Synclavia sounds available on the D DX7 or Synclavia yeah, style yeah. sounds so I just got to the only thing about the original the original one was just a bit noisy and they've they've cured that subsequently with uh, quieter hardware haven't they so Sorry, I just cut to, uh, there's a user called Trix Trucks on the YouTube. He's making all these amazing, <laughs> uh, uh, oh, they've gone, I banned him. Uh, these amazing kind of uh, text arts in there. But yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And I think, I think <laughs> it's really important because that's the thing about the uh, Reface DX. It didn't. It didn't load DX patches. And it was like, oh, man, that's, that's such an opportunity, Mitch, because they're yeah, completely that, pointless. 
Yeah, because when I when I was doing the uh, Op6 review, one of the things I did was load a bunch of banks in and then just kind of go using Dexed and just kind of go, oh, that sounds interesting. Send it to send send it the bank to the uh, Op6 and then and then use that as a start point and even just sort of changing algorithms, you'd end up with something that was like, oh, that's immediately really interesting. So I don't know. I think that's quite an important. Well, I like the little Korg one. You know the little Korg one. And what I liked about that was you dump your DX7 sound in it and you start turning knobs around and you can you basically you can can change sounds really quickly which is something yeah. you cannot do on a dx7 unless you've got a degree in poly mathematics or something so um, uh, so i like that can I, you know being able to turn knobs and change things have is, you seen is the have you seen that thing. I, uh, it's uh, that uh, so the reface dx the yamaha yamaha reflex dx that that uh little uh, that well it's not little the attachment you can get for the reface oh which yeah there's a program for it yeah, it's made me really. Yeah, but well, I don't know. I mean, it just just picking up on what Mark was saying there. I think uh, that looks a lot of fun. What's it called? Uh, the oh, Detronics. Remember, I'm just looking for it. Is that Detronics, Detronics DTO1? Yeah, here we go. And it's designed to uh, the the physical uh, body of it connects to the uh, reface. That's not bad, actually. That's 257. Because usually those things yeah, yeah. are, are thousands, right. aren't they? That's actually no. It's about quite... 250 quid. So you get the reface for about 250 quid. So about for about 500 quid, then you've got an FM synth with an enormous. What's it? 40 odd controls or something? Yeah. Um, are they all tiny little Volker style yeah, knobs, which might cool, be a bit? But that looks, that does look quite cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean. I'm tempted by that. <laughs> yeah, well, the Reface DX, it does sound, while it sounds good, it doesn't, it doesn't do, you know, it's just limited in a number of ways. So I, but with oh, that, sorry, that's for the D50. Oops, I got the wrong one there. <laughs> I do beg your pardon. That's the D50 yeah. one. Uh, Reface DX programmer. Uh, where's it's that got one? like a back plate. It's got oh, no, a back plate. Go. Is this the one? Do beg your pardon. Yeah, Reface DX. There we go. It's even cheaper. 266. Yeah. There we go. And look at it. It's kind of got physical attachment that fits to the to the reface. Hold so on. It's, that's what I thought was quite neat about it. That's what I'm looking for. My MIDI's just gone. I, had to, I was doing a lot uh, of fader moves because there was a bit of bleed and whatnot. Uh, yeah, there it is. Do beg your pardon. Right, so I'm back on uh, this, this method. Okay, here we go. <laughs> uh, right, okay. Well, um, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm a bit lost. Um, yeah, I think it's. I think it looks like a pretty cool idea. It's just a question of. Uh, oh gosh. Now I've lost my mouse. God, everything's going wrong. Oh no. Where's my mouse gone? Oh, there it Where's is. Where's my mouse? Oh, my mouse Where's is gone. Mouse? I do beg your pardon, but uh, that's that seems to be that. Right. Okay. So now I can go back to my other mouse, which will control the shots. Okay. Um. So what was the other thing? Was oh yeah, that was the other thing I was really interested in. Did, did has anybody been uh, doing January? Because um, I found I found some. Uh, let me turn that up. I found there's a hashtag on Instagram which is January 2021. Loads of these really nifty uh, little one jam every day uh, seems to be the, the the way that people are doing it. There's some great stuff by Emmy Mellis. Uh, who's in New York? In fact, load them. They look lovely. But they're basically, you know, just upload a jam every day, and it's a thing. And I was really hoping because also I did find a jamery that was uh, was someone who'd made some jam. 
uh, which <laughs> which which was going to be the gag in this whole thing. But because when I first did this was last week, and now it's so far down the list, I couldn't find it anymore. But I, it, it struck me as this kind of idea about you know that, that having. It's like practicing, isn't it? The idea of jamming every day is a good thing to do. I wanted to come to you first, Joad, because in many ways, you know, when you start doing things like this professionally, you get less time for this kind of fun. You know, do you still find time for that sort of thing? Um, I yeah, I do. Sometimes I get carried away, um, especially recently designing presets and designing uh, sound and stuff, I get a, something and I start a riff and then I record something and, you know, beat or something with guitars or something like that. So, um, yeah, I have tons and tons of, of little recordings, as I'm sure we all do, uh, of, of different things in different stages of production. Sometimes I use them for you know i would re i'll work on a song and i'll remember a beat or something or an interesting loop or something and i'll go and retrieve it um but i do play guitar for fun like i have guitars everywhere uh, in the house that's one right uh, behind you and stuff <laughs> it's been Sorry? creeping up on you <laughs> well it's just cracked yeah, up on you it's uh, right behind you so so for me yeah for me it, it that's my thing, you know, I, I'll grab a guitar and play. And also it's a bit of a relief from being knobs and stuff all, all day. Um, but yeah, I do jam in logic and, uh, and enjoy. Well, that's, it, that's really interesting because I, I find myself, I really don't get the opportunity to do that so much. And it's, it's a shame, really, because, you know, I, I've been finding it quite hard to be creative this year. I was, I was OK last year, but this year just seems to have been a bit more of a slower start. I know that, Gaz, you, you do a bit more of that, so you're probably more uh, geared up for it. Yeah, uh, well, I, I am, and I should really have been sort of tagging my jam last night as January, because uh, I, uh, I'd love to do it a lot more often, and uh, it's quite liberating. I enjoyed... Like, so I, I, I went live at 5 a.m. this morning. I had no idea if anybody was going to tune in. Uh, I mean, not an awful lot of people tuned in, but about 50 or 60 people. And then that is playing to 50 or 60 people is a real yeah, honour, isn't bad. it? It's yeah, just, that's pretty it's good. It's just lovely to be playing to people. I mean, quite a few people have watched it since. Um, but... It is, after all, what we should be trying yeah, it's, to do it, more. It's sometimes hard to get into the right headspace to do that. And I think oh, the, thing, the idea of a, of a January or, you know, any other thing, you know, because that's what Matt was saying last week is that he'd set himself a track a week was what he was going to do. Uh, sorry, a track a month for the whole of 2021 as a subscription on uh, Bandcamp. And, you know, th so that set him a target. And the January is the same, although th 31 jams is right. kind of asking a lot. And, you know, maybe... It is. But once you get... I guess once you get into it, you probably find that there's a lot of stuff there that you could use. Mark's moving around a lot, so that's I've muted him because there's a lot of uh, clicking and clunking and stuff. But uh, let's see what he's got to say on the subject. I'm assuming he's... Uh... That, Mark, are you still there? Come in, please. I'm still here. I thought I was... To go and shout at the traffic warden, ah. but he's gone. Oh, excellent! So it's all right. Thanks. <laughs> um, okay. I, I, um, I haven't done January. Uh, I didn't know about it. I think it sounds like a really cool thing. But what I did, I, my advice to anybody that uh, likes playing musical instruments is to buy a music shop. <laughs> uh, 
And I, I mean, I tend to, if I'm working in the shop, when the shop's open, there'll be just these dead time, nothing's really happening. And then I think, oh, I really must try that. And I'll plug in a pedal or something and a guitar or I'll plug in whatever, I don't know, some synth and tell it I'm really loud to annoy my neighbor. Um, just sit there for a couple of hours, kind of meandering around on things. So I've got, and also I think you need a loop, but need one that looper. maintains, one that maintains memory with lots and lots and lots of memory. So I've got a loop pedal with 99 slots in it that's got six and a half hours of memory in it or something. So it doesn't matter to that whether it's a microphone or a guitar or a synth or whatever. Kind of keep it as a sort of a a musical notepad more than the computer actually oh that's interesting because it's yeah. easier to get at the things and flick through them and go oh what was number 58 oh it was that and you kind of click through them and just find the number and of course it's loose so and, and, rep and repetition makes it yeah, kind it, of sort of sets it in your memory a little and then bit, if, isn't it and then if it's kind of cool i mean yod was saying you need to have a way of pulling it into your machine so if it's kind of cool i just plug the usb into the looper pull the thing into Ableton, it's already a loop. And then I, if, I, if I've if i created something accidentally that's actually cool, then I'll add things to it in the computer and play around with it later. So it is um, musical sketches with, uh, with a decent loop pedal or even a half decent loop pedal, one with a memory you can plug into your computer. I think that's, that's a good a idea, really good call. Essential thing for a musician to have, I reckon. Why am I going off the side there? I don't know. Okay, <laughs> I, look, I'm I'm going to have to wrap things up a little bit because uh, as yeah. I've suddenly become, we've suddenly become the premiere for the new Make Noise. Uh, it, um, they, they've cancelled their own video and are going to use can, ours instead, but only told us during the show. Um, it's can you tell us about it? Oh wow! I don't, I don't know if I can. That's the thing. I, I, I mean, I know <sighs> it, it. It's a, it's a kind of zero coast format uh, thing. Uh, made with Alessandro, it's got a complex oscillator style ah, one voice. That's... Plus, it's got this really interesting delay uh, aspect to it, and it sounds really fascinating. So, but mm. I, I've got to get, go and upload it. So I'm going to have to dash because I, I, there are people waiting for this premiere. And I've because <laughs> literally they sent an email at the beginning of the show when I was online saying we've changed our minds. Can we use your video? And it's like uh, I can't do because uh, I can't <laughs> upload a video while I'm trying to stream because that would affect the bandwidth. So, but I'm yeah. honoured that they uh, they chose to use it so uh, i'm gonna have to say mm. goodbye to everybody um gaz it's been lovely to have you aboard i'm sorry it's been a little bit sort of uh vague this week but uh, i knew it was that's fine be. that i i deal in vagueness um but yeah please <laughs> tune in tonight uh, if you want to carry on the fun for the after show party over at mine so yeah um, absolutely on my well, channel 8 p.m excellent Thank you, Gaz. That's great. And Yoad, it's lovely to Thanks. have you as well. Um, I'm sorry we were, like I say, a little bit vague, but uh, normal service will be resumed. I guess there'll be more news because we'll know about all of this stuff for next week's show, right? Totally. Good to be here. Nice. Well, thank you very much. And uh, let's go up to Mark. Mark, lovely to have you as well. Thanks for joining us. It's been a pleasure as yeah, ever. Apologies for the lateness. That's all right. Uh, yeah. I couldn't get my technology working. So um, iPhones are brilliant things, aren't they? They really uh, are. Thank you very much for having me. I got good at saying that about 20 years ago, the Nile 10 years ago. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, cool. Right, so folks, uh, I'm going to uh, hit the end show button and uh, we'll see you all next time. Thanks very much for watching. That was Sonic Talk, episode 654. Stay tuned for the Make Noise uh, Strager premiere. Bye-bye now.